0: All right. Look, I know normally we have some sort of like in character joke maybe to start. But I've got today. I've got two pitches for you, Cal. Two okay. media. I know you're a big person in the media of the art world. The new yeah, media, love, social love, media. Love media. Social uh, media. I want, I want me- hoping all to the get, medias. Hoping to get a bit of funding from your vast fortune. Just, um, <laughs> don't, <a> couple- <laughs> don't tell anyone about that. <laughs> Find That's a, a couple of projects. All right. First of all, pitch number one. Okay. Alright, everybody loves The Beatles, right? they a very famous uh, band. Uh, a lot of people love them. A lot of people. Famous band, probably one of the most famous bands. Yeah. And what is a better known album than, you know, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band? Uh, the other album they did. The other one. The other one. That's the one. one. <laughs> <That's> one. <laughs> yeah. Alright. But look, kids don't care nowadays. got too much. They've got Fortnite. <laughs> They've got their phones. They don't care <laughs> They've got to, Justin to sit Bieber. down and listen. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to sit down and listen to a 40-minute album. That's way too much. No, How too do much. we engage the kids, Cal? How do we engage the kids? All right. I... What we're going <laughs> to do, we, do... Do we force them to listen to it? No. What we're going to do is we're going to take the album. We're going to yeah. do our own... Ver- we're going to do a cover. Our own version right. of the entire album. But we're going to replace words in the songs uh, with the word... Goku. Alright. <laughs> Kids
1: notoriously love Dragon Go, Ball of Dragon. Dragon Ball
0: big now, super. New <laughs> show is really big. Everyone's loving it. So yep. we're gonna record Sergeant Goku's Lonely Hearts Club band.
1: <laughs> uh, so. we've got what else? So you got Lucy in the Sky with
0: the Goku Dragon sky Balls. With
1: Goku <laughs> Goku Okay, no, we're just replacing it with Goku. Okay, my bad. Well we my, can do some other stuff. we can
0: do some other ones if you like.
1: Goku in the sky with Goku's. We're, we're Goku's. Uh, no, uh, I, I like before. it.
0: Uh, what are some this other tracks?
1: <laughs> this is, this is, um, of all the intros you've come up with so far, this is, this is maybe the biggest stretch of an intro <laughs> all, right, all right, all right,
0: all right. <laughs> this one's more serious. Second pitch, okay. this one's more serious. Okay. All right. Uh, it's a TV show. Yeah. Uh, I call it Night Accountant. I, sw- I thought you were going to
1: go with Dragon Ball then. Like, it's, no, it's, you, no, it's not Dragon Ball related Dragon Balls. I
0: call it Night Accountant. Okay. Um, uh, a mild-mannered uh, school teacher, high school teacher. Yeah, uh, he's diagnosed, He's got cancer. He's gonna die. He's only got a few years to for live. Fa- for fuck's fa- um, sake! And he going. decides to, um, to sort of, out of his own sense of of kind of wanting to live, do something with his life, and to provide for his family, he decides to go to accountancy school. Yeah, uh, to become a professional accountant. Uh but yeah. but he can only. He's obviously got his day job. And he can't let his family know that he's going to be an accountant. <laughs> so he has to do his accountancy at night. So he gets, he gets into doing accounting for people who are active at night, which is mostly criminals. <laughs> most, mostly uh, you know, people a bit on the other side of the law. So he becomes this cr- accountant who's um, doing the books a lot for these kind of criminal enterprises. And, um, you know, he gets his professional qualification, uh, just before the he cuts, dies. See? He gets yeah, he just before it, So he does die. He jo- he does die in the end. Um, okay. You've got a lot of drama. You have, you know, his wife's like, Walter, what are all these ledger books <laughs> doing under your bed? He's called Walter. <laughs> he's called Walter. <laughs> well, oh, what, are these, what are all these ledger books that you've got here? He's like, don't worry. Don't look at them.
1: <laughs> I am the one who counts.
0: <laughs>
1: night accountant. <laughs> the night accountant. Or counting bad
0: <laughs> Counting he could, be, he
1: could be dyslexic, I don't know. <laughs> Many angles you could go down with this.
0: Oh no that no, sounds like no, he's dysnumeric.
1: He's dysnumeric there you go, perfect, yeah. Um okay, yeah, two very bad ideas there, you, thanks Scott. So for... so will
0: you fund it? <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> can, um, can I have just one series? <laughs> you can have a pilot episode. I? No, I
1: You've got to film it on your phone. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I hope that's enough. Mm. Is this the YouTube stuff you said you were going <laughs> no, to do? You want no, no. The
0: YouTube stuff is different. That's going to be the YouTube um, stuff. Oh well, um, I don't want to picture it too. It's a show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, so that's that's too good for me. Or is it not good enough? <laughs> I can't. I can't. All right, it, I'm
0: yeah. going to tell you. It's going to be a two part show. Okay. Um, two episodes. No, it's going to be it's going to be an episode at a time in two parts. The first part is called that's Sip Two Episodes. Station. First part is called SIP Station. The second Wait. part is called The Joy of Dipping. Dip station? No, sip station. Okay. The second part is called the joy of dipping. Is this like a sex thing? No, no, it's not. It's pure don't, wholesome food. Don't double food. dip. The food. Okay. What's it uh, about? So, why, why sip? Oh, like, like, right. drink,
1: like sipping from a I drink? I mean
0: sip, and I mean specifically sipping uh, energy drinks. Uh, so what we're okay. going to do, um, I just get everyone hyped for this. What we're going to do is we're going to review a different energy drink every week. And no, that's not done before. G- and we're going to pair it. No, that's a twist. We're going to pair <laughs> it with a vintage video game that you can play while you sip. <laughs> For God's sake. And then, and then the second part is... All right, so the first part, we're doing this. We're in tuxedos. We're in armchairs. We're in tuxedos. We're talking about our sip, the, sip, the drink, playing the video game, and then yep. cut fade to black, open up again. We're upstairs. We're, it's a bedroom. We're in a Victorian nightdress. With little cats, we yep. get into bed and we yep. have we have a hot drink and we choose a, a sweet object. Well, maybe not always sweet, but we choose an object to dip into it and we explore the joy of dipping things into hot drinks. How does video games come into this? Oh uh, well, we just pair the, the energy drink with a vintage video game. <laughs> Monster energy drink goes with Call of Duty. Oh, cow. Just the fact that you even. Referred to Monster as, like, one specific drink. It's just, you don't know what <laughs> so different There flavors are so many. Are yeah, we're going to review all the different flavours. Okay, right. That's Who's we? Uh, me and my friend Eden. Eden? Eden, like the garden. Yeah, I, I get what Eden
1: is. This sounds like a made-up person. You've no, never mentioned he... Eden before.
0: I've mentioned Eden to you before. You've We've never mentioned Eden before. before. Well, Eden, he might be listening right now because he sometimes listens to this podcast. So. Do you want to put this on uh,
1: the Nerd Under Geek channel? We could use more YouTube videos.
0: Oh, sure. We can join the channel. That'd be good. All right. Yeah. Well, it's a Sorry. sip station of a joy of dipping coming to you soon. Via as soon as Nerd I, I'm YouTube thinking of ways to film it. I might just film it on my, on my phone. as via film cameras. Pretty good.
1: Yeah, sure. How, yeah, about, but, how about the recording, like the voiceovers?
0: Yeah, great. but that's the thing. I need, mi- you need microphones. I need to get, probably or, like lapel mics.
1: Okay. You just do many sort of like, what's the, what's the term for it? Sort of like slow shots of you just drinking, dipping, <laughs> some games and things. So will no, like, it but, later. Every, but everything else is done via voiceover. So like, you, you know like an S <laughs> advert where they're slowly like doing, yeah. showing the food. And oh, so that's do good. It like that. Yeah. And then just I like think, clips of the video game.
0: I think the phone camera is pretty, pretty okay nowadays doing stuff like that i just need to get some microphones said no filmmaker ever well no Well, no, people have made you know tangerine you saw tangerine was um no academy award contender and that was filmed tangerine iPhone. it's a film a fruit. It's, no it's 2016 film. i think 2016 film uh it was made uh by some um by some i think trans sex workers or trans people i can't remember if if they were uh it was about trans sex workers I can't remember okay. people who made it myself, but it's it's a, kind of like a it's obviously an indie film. They shot it entirely on the phone, on the iPhone, um, what do they use about, for microphones. Uh, they do, They use microphones. Obviously, you have like a. Separate how does that mic. work? Well, you have to just record uh, the audio track separately, and you'll sync it up to the thing. Oh, okay. That's, sure. a, that's how most that's how films do it. Like you normally, I don't obviously, know. you can get you. Can, obviously, if you have got like a big film set, I mean, don't know what professional programs exist to like sync it up. But yeah, that's that's how recording works. You record on a separate mic and you sync up the audio. Sort track of like later. Sort of
1: like what we do.
0: Sort of like what we do, but Shit. if we had, yeah, exactly. A very <laughs> if we had a
1: camera as well. Yeah, so no films. Right,
0: um, you know films that have got like cinematic releases. Well, one major film, Tangerine, has actually filmed on the iPhone. Um, okay. Which it was, it was good. It, I know. Obviously, you didn't see Tangerine. It was, um, it was quite interesting. It was obviously the iPhone cameras has some restrictions. It has. It's not as good as a as a film as a professional camera, but um, it was. It looked good. I mean, the resolution was there. Uh, obviously, the main thing with a phone camera is uh, the range of color, the depth of color, and the yeah. amount of light you can get into it, uh, because obviously the lens is so small. But they almost you can kind edit, of edit that in afterwards, though, right? <laughs> Just edit in um, some light. they they played well. Obviously, they knew very well uh, what their kind of limitations were, and they kind of passed it off as almost being a visual, a deliberate style that kind of ca- colour profile of the iPhone camera. Okay. So they they played yeah. with their limitations very well. Okay. That
1: sounds interesting. Maybe so, I anyway, it.
0: Uh, so I could do that. So, um, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I think the... um No, sorry. I was going to say... Uh, did the person... Did they go on to make the Florida Project? Possibly. I don't know. I don't even can't... know what Tangerine is. Uh, anyway. I do what other films they've made. Well, anyway... Um, yeah, you can film stuff on life on camera. If you think for YouTube, the, most people. The lesson watch we've on learned is you anyway. can film.
1: You can film. That's true, actually. I yeah. Does a specific could Android phone work?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I mean anything. Obviously, the camera quality will differ depending on the, the model of phone that you have. Yeah. But obviously, anything with a with a nice, a decent enough camera, you. Could, what phone are you rocking you know? at the moment? Uh, what am I rocking? What, what are am, you rocking? What am I phone styling? What am I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what,
1: I, <laughs> What you kick flipping with your
0: phone? What you flip phoning? (laughs) I've got um, I've got the iPhone X, uh, which I had um since late X, yeah, yeah, ten, but it's the X. Um, Okay, but I've had that. It's I'm due. I can upgrade if I want in December with my contract. How old is that? Uh, because the X I got it in late 2017. Yeah, must have done. That's
1: later than 2016 when that film came out on iPhone. So it's gonna be better than that. Yeah, sure. Okay, all right. So you're good to go good, <laughs> That's good. Um, we had a
0: nice chat about film how, we learned how, something about about film
1: how are uh, you thing. yeah i'm pretty good um I had, uh, uh, welcome uh, to the nerd Arnold oh podcast, yeah this by is the way. shit this is a podcast uh, with me your host Cal doughty and everybody's friend and filmmaker scott hunter hey in, what's up get into bed with him and dip some things in drink
0: oh please that sounds lovely <laughs> <laughs> how are you <laughs> yeah i'm good i've had a pretty stressful uh couple of weeks I right. had. Um, I just I was do, trying to get a lot of work done. I had a. I had a meeting with my supervisor on Thursday. I kind of. I felt going into it that I hadn't done as much as I wanted to do in the time between meetings. Uh, so I was kind of a lot of a week. I was kind of scrambling to to get some stuff done. Uh, okay. But it was all right. She was perfectly fine. Uh, if what it, you've I, got to what you've got
1: to do in those scenarios is sort of just wing it and make it sound like you've done more.
0: Well, than you know what? Done. I might have done that because okay. <laughs> she didn't seem to like. If I was underprepared, it didn't seem to show. And I think either I sold, I was more prepared than I thought, or I just sold it. Or oh, she's very good at not making you feel bad. Or oh, is it she? She, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then just writing on the little notepad, <laughs> Scott Hunter sucks over not and not to be seen, <laughs> yeah, not to <laughs> do not see again.
0: Yeah, uh, probably, fail. probably that. Uh, but that's yeah. good. That happened. That went fine. So since then, I've just kind of been quite relaxed. Not many cares in the world now. I've got a history <laughs> conference. Wrong attitude, uh, but okay. <laughs> I've got a history conference next week, uh, so that's going to be good. Uh, what what, what 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 sort of history? It, it's set? for King's College London. So it's my university. I go to King's College. It's don't take are. <laughs> it's not it's not controversial. Say so I go to King's College, unless they look. They they can look me up and um <laughs> sure oh, shit um you just doxed yourself. I doxed myself. I go to King's College. I think this information is publicly available online. Okay. Probably if you shit. if you Google my name. <laughs> Actually, I don't know um it should i um, maybe let's do it,
1: let's do, i'm going to do it now
0: um, <laughs> okay fine scott... scott hunter hunter um it's a lot of models <laughs> oh yeah oh there is there's a, there is a gay porn star with my name uh, <laughs> so that, that that takes a lot of the the heat off me in the SEO, <laughs> in the google results so really um if anyone was trying to to dox me, they probably get as far as the first page and maybe There's um they the wouldn't guy they from... wouldn't make it off because he's much better looking than me, I've got to admit. <laughs> there's
1: a, there's an American football player who was born in 1947. There's a fictional character from the Australian soap opera Home and Away. <laughs> there's scotthunter.net who's an author.
0: Is this you? Oh, there's no? a British author, There's not me. There is a British author um, I don't know much. Oh, he doesn't I, look like I, you at all. No, he's like middle-aged. Um, yeah, he's got. got cool he website, has the same though. name as me. Yeah. Uh, so if yes. I ever if I ever publish any books, I can't do it. I've got to include my middle initials. Um, there's a Scott Hunter who works at Microsoft. There's, there's yeah, there's, there's nothing about so, you. So yeah, um, I mean, I'm quite glad of that. So there's um, takes the heat off of me a lot. People <laughs> aren't going to find me. There's much more interesting people. You're probably just going to get stuck on the gay porn. To be honest. Um, probably not going <laughs> to make it. do we the all? First, aren't we? We always result. get stuck
1: on the gay porn. So anyway, I always get stuck there. <laughs>
0: uh, this conference is for King's College London Animal History Conference. It's a conference of animal historians from all across the world. Yeah, coming over. It's going to be good. Um, I'm live tweeting one of the talks um, on the um, AHG KCL AHG uh, Twitter account. You can go follow them if you like. If you that's like history,
1: a, that's a mouthful.
0: Yeah, it's um, I don't even know what the actual handle is. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> follow it King, anyway. Just search Kings College London and More History Group, and you will find them. Uh, it's going to be good. Uh, that's going to be relaxing. Man, taking—I've decided to take a holiday in the last week of June.
1: You know what? I feel like every podcast you go, I've taken a holiday for this <laughs> for this time. Done what? this on the bank holiday? No, no that's not true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. If it's true,
0: if that's true, mate, at the end of this episode, put in a compilation of me. <laughs> saying I'm going to take I, a holiday, I
1: barely have time to edit it, let alone mm-hmm. go back and.
0: Uh, well, I don't. This. I don't take a lot of holidays, uh, but okay. I am going to take a formal holiday. Uh, Where are you going to go? June? Uh, I don't know. I might just be in England. I might. I thought about yes. I was like, what if I went to Tokyo? That would be good. That's expensive as hell. I've got though. a little bit of money put away. I might. I, it would clean me out a bit, but I could just go to Tokyo for a week. Don't you also want a new PC? Yeah, that's it's for choice. It's either at, either or. I can't. I can't have both.
1: PC will last longer.
0: Yeah, that's true. But wait, wait to go to Tokyo with me. We could go to what, Tokyo together what, sometime. When do you want to go to Tokyo?
1: I don't know. Like two years time. Two years. Two years time. Yeah. <laughs> when, right. I, when I could save up as well. I'm too busy bankrolling all of these shitty ideas
0: of yours. <laughs> It'll make <laughs> us money when we get our investment back from Dark yeah, Account- We'll, go, nice, we'll accountants. Go to Tokyo. nice accountant and um, Sergeant Goku's. <laughs> That was a good band. Dragon Ball fan. Have, have you been playing anything? S- Sergeant Goku's Lonely
1: Dragon Balls. Yeah, that works. That really yeah. rolls off the tongue. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I bet there's fan art of that. I bet there's like Dragon Ball Beatles fan art. Dragon Maybe. Ball... Beatles, fan fiction. Beatles. Um, there's one of Frieza crossing the the uh, Abbey Road Road bit. So there's that. Um, I see. There's the Saiyans in a Beatles style. Yeah, there's there's Goku, Vegeta, Krillin, and Piccolo crossing it's, the road. It's the Beatles Abbey style. Road
0: cover. Yeah. Okay. Um. It's called right. Dragon Road. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> you should have called it Serpent Way. That's, I know. <laughs> that's from the cartoon. Rubbish. Yeah. Zero effort. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so there we go. That's the that's the Dragon Ball Beatles crossover stuff. What have you been playing? Anything?
0: Or watching? Or doing? <laughs> more more Pycross. More I've played more Pycross. You know what? God. I saw a game I wanted to play, though. I haven't played it. <laughs> Brilliant. I saw a game I wanted to play. Um, so What I'm game was that? that a go. Uh, Gato Roboto. It's uh, new from Devolver Digital. 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 Devolver. Digital. Um, it looks good. It's like a Metroidvania. It's black and white graphics. You play as a cat in a mech suit. I like oh. it. I like cats.
1: Meowtroidvania.
0: Yeah. Meowtroidvania. No, it's called Gatto Roboto.
1: Oh, I thought it was called Meowtroidvania.
0: Well, maybe Meowtroidvania is a different game.
1: That's also like a cat in a little robot suit that's well. black and white in a Metroidvania made by Devolver Digital.
0: It might be the same. It might be the same game. Maybe it's different. Hang on, Devolver. What have you done? What have they done? I'm, I'm sure boys. I saw them
1: tweet that it was called Maltroidvania.
0: Maybe they're just calling it a Maltroidvania. Maybe they are. No, anyway. yeah, it's
1: not It's not called Maltroidvania.
0: Anyway, I saw... Um, can I talk about another podcast on the show? No. They're much more successful than us. Definitely they're not. Not. My, not something I'm involved in, involved in. Uh, I, saw, I saw a live show for a podcast last night, a live recording. Live yeah, show? beef show? Beef and Dairy Network, live. It was really fun. We should do that. People come and watch us, right? Uh, My mum would come if I. Yeah. My mum, she'd really love to come. My mum, your girlfriend. uh,
1: That's two people. (laughs) Two people. Yeah. We need one more, and then it's we could justify it. My rule is always: as long as there's more in the audience than there are performing, then you're good. Yeah, it's okay. That's why I'm like, (laughs) just that's the rule, right? Yeah, that's that's, that's how I like justify the podcast itself. As long as there's more people listening than there are doing it. So who's
0: Uh, the third person? uh, Who's third person? Maybe Um, it's you, the listener. Maybe it's you, yeah. If you want to attend, please uh, write to us um, at... By letter. By letter. (laughs) Do you want to give your address as well, Scott? Uh, No, just send it to uh, Scott Hunter, King's College London, care of... (laughs) No, I didn't know that. Get through to me. No, King's College London. Uh, Just put King's College London... And they'll know where it'll to get, go. It'll get, the uh, person will know, to know what go. to do. Exactly. Um, so it'll be good. So uh, you've
1: you've you've played one game and you've seen a game you want to play.
0: I've, I've seen a game I want to play. I saw a show live live podcast. That was that was good. And what else have I done? I just played some more tabletop playing Cthulhu. Playing the nice. Arkham Horror Card game. What's, uh, yeah, what's I've got a role-playing game.
1: What's the story going on with the Cthulhu game at
0: the moment? Uh, I'm running the famous Masks of Nyarlathotep campaign. Yeah. Which is a uh, published campaign. i uh, ran it once before in 2011 uh, with some friends, and now it's back. It's got it got a new deluxe printing, uh, which I did couldn't resist buying. Uh, and it's very fun so far. They're in New York. They're getting sucked on by vampires. Uh. Love to get sucked on by vampires. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What have you been playing?
1: Um, okay, so I've been playing more Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I've reached level seventy on my botanist and so now I'm raising up a bard so that I can go into the new expansion, which comes out in a month's time, with a, pa- a tank, a healer, and a DPS class on my character. You know, just, ha- it's just so I'm covering all bases. I'm part of a pretty decent free company, so I like like to be available for. Don't want to yeah,
0: brag, help. but uh, you know, my time is uh, limited. I'm part of a pretty yeah. free <laughs> company on Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV. <14. laughs> So you know, I can't. Sorry, I can't come out tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'm busy I've got, raising I've got, my got I've got to be. I've got to be available in case uh, <laughs> a free company needs me. Um, I've also
1: started up a Minecraft server, which yeah, which I, wish I
0: good. was on for a few minutes.
1: You should. You should be on that a bit. more. I should it's, do. Um, uh, I've just we've got, got some good shit going on there.
0: Yes, it's it's difficult to find uh, the motivation. Really, it's so. nice to get
1: back into Minecraft actually with other people playing it as well. Because I played Minecraft here and there. It in the past couple of years or so, but always on my own. But playing it with other people, or even just being in a world which other people are contributing to,
0: yeah, you want feels to be part really good. Of that, that experience. Like even if
1: we're never on at the same time, just seeing like going in and then seeing, seeing the world updated. Like my friend Sam is build has built a castle nearby to my house, and it looks really great. Or well, not a castle, but like a like a big. It comes out. It's a house that comes out of the mountain. It's very impressive, and so I, that was all very good. And my house, and I've got my little farm and everything. I logged on yesterday and he's also built like a dock now so just like going in and seeing that stuff updated and then my pal Ben who's also on it um, he just fucked off somewhere like he joined he got in a boat and he just <laughs> went off into the distance and um, I came across what he was building recently and he's built this massive desert library and so I've built like a That's train that links, links our, our islands to his little desert area and it's just really cool he's also got a battery farm full of cows and chickens. Uh, like like they can't move because of how little space he's given them.
0: It would be illegal in real life. It,
1: I'm tempted to make it illegal on my Minecraft server, but it, you know, <laughs> whatever. But it's going really well. Um it's it's I'm constantly the the trouble with Minecraft for me is I'll do a project, I'll build a project and I'll be like, okay, what do I do next? And it's hard to sort of like think of what next project I want to do. I feel like you constantly have to constantly give yourself some new goal in order to keep it going, you know?
0: Yeah, but I've been, but I've been enjoying that.
1: it. You should absolutely come join the server. Um, It's only up to 10 people, so I'm not inviting podcast people, unfortunately. But uh, you should absolutely come join and play with us a little bit.
0: Yeah, I will. I will play a bit more. Do it. Um, be I've
1: also be- started the Dungeons & Dragons campaign last Wednesday. Oh, yes. How did it go? So it went really well. So we spent two hours making our characters. I am a halfling bard. I sort of tem- uh, nice. I-, I had my bard in Final Fantasy, so I thought I'd do that in the, in the game as well. But he's he's a, he's an old sort of washed up bailed entertainer. Uh, I I play him quite Danny DeVito esque in Always Sunny Philadelphia. So he's, he's he's a drunk. Um, he's quite angry, but I think he's gonna be like warm hearted on the inside once people get to know him. But we we spent two hours making our characters and we're like, okay, we'll do a short um opening campaign where we're going to this dungeon, and it's going really well. Like it's I'm playing with people who one person's played before. It's, it's this guy's first time dungeon, dungeon mastering. He's doing a really great job. And then two other people who haven't played Dungeon Dragons before. Mm. And it's going really great. I accidentally stabbed one of them, like one of my companions. We had a goblin held down We were questioning. And then it came to the end of questioning. So I was like, I'm just going to kill him. I went to stab him in the throat, rolled a one. And so in my drunken stupor, just stabbed my friend who was holding him down instead. <laughs> which was, which was great. Um, but it's a lot of fun. that's it good. I a... always
0: love seeing people play a role playing game for the first time.
1: yeah, it's really nice. Just to seeing see that, that
0: spark igniting them, yeah, or sometimes they... They don't some people just don't get it so if they get it, like seeing that spark igniting them yeah, you have to have some they realize imagine, oh my God, anything's possible yeah it's really fun it is really fun, so that was really it's good. It's like a we computer to... game, but better
1: but in my mind i'm like it's like I'm imagining a computer game
0: what I, what I find <laughs> interesting about it is it's telling <laughs> the processor is your brain. Yeah, exactly. It's telling a
1: story to all of us. I wonder if we all imagine different things. So when, like, obviously when the dungeon and everything is expli- explained to us, what are we all visualizing? You know, sure, surely it's slightly different for all of us, which yeah. you don't really get with video games, which is quite, quite like a neat thing. So I, I like that a lot. But it's um, really good. We ended on a cliffhanger with us about to fight a giant goblin, and I'm looking forward to playing it again. We play every Wednesday now. It's amazing. A lot of fun. And that's what I've been doing with my, with my gaming time.
0: Yeah, Cal. When did computer hardware become so complicated? Because what do you mean? <laughs> as we said earlier, I've been considering getting a new PC. Um, I want to get something I can play. You know, some games. I'm thinking games I want to play. I want to play Divinity Two. You know, original Sim, that yeah. kind of uh, RPG. I want to play the new Total War Three Kingdoms. That looks really good. Uh, I I want to play these games. I just I just don't know. I've been looking at this hardware. The last time I bought a new computer. Uh, a gaming computer was in 2013. So I've been looking at all this hard play. It just makes no sense to me now. Am I just getting old? Has it not always been that complicated? I feel like it... I guess. Been... But now it's all Coffee Lake and oh, yeah. RTX and um, Blue Shoe. I made that one up.
1: Uh, but... <laughs> it sounded right, though. Um, really, all you have to consider is whether you want to go AMD or NVIDIA.
0: Yeah, I mean, NVIDIA has seen me one in the past. Yeah, same. What I've heard is the new nvidia series is like the top you know amd's not got their competitor out yet
1: yeah they, i think they will be doing soon like amd's mm. managing to do similar to what nvidia is doing but like a little yeah. like a less like I'm, less high price
0: i mean the thing is right now i've only got a 1080p monitor so i'm not looking to game in 4k which i'm no. gather means i don't need the top top hardware no but maybe i will want to get a 4k monitor in a few years oh i shouldn't think about that i should think about that don't when it comes about- yeah, I'd say if you uh, could probably go like ten
1: sixty or ten seventy or twenty sixty and twenty seventy, that sort of that sort of thing. Yeah, for it, for I it. think
0: I might just go to yeah. like CyberPower or something and just look at one of their moderately priced PCs. Yeah, and, that's uh, probably a good just, idea. But just, just make sure
1: a have a look at what graphics card they have got. Have a look at what
0: CPU yeah, they've got. I think and just the sort main thing is benchmarks. see. So okay, the CPUs. What I don't understand is what's the difference between i five, i seven, and i
1: nine. I don't know. I don't do Intel. I'm on AMD.
0: Yeah, but oh, I don't understand it. Uh, I need to look this up. I think i7's better
1: than i5, but...
0: Yeah, but it's... you think the higher number's better, right? But sometimes I've seen, like, builds where it's like, oh, I've got, only got an i7, but it's still really good.
1: Yeah, I think, like, Intel keep the naming of, like, the i7, i5, even when they do, like, new versions of them. Mm. So, like, you can have some i5s that are better than old i7s. I think
0: what I want is, like, Coffee Lake. Coffee Lake's, like, a new processor generation. That's why, I like,
1: AMD... CPUs, so like I've got an, an NVIDIA graphics card but an AMD CPU and I, I I think it's easier to tell which is the next generation of AMD CPUs than it is for like Intel yeah. I've I'm, I'm completely confused with that
0: all right I've got to look this up I, I just want to play Total War Three Kingdoms it looks really good
1: and you've got World of Warcraft in two months
0: yeah exactly and although I could play World of Warcraft on my current laptop um you, you know, want the full experience I want it'd just be nice to have like a big you know don't have to deal with any slowdown and potential yeah. lag I can just play it
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Keep me posted of how that goes. Yeah, I will do. Have you, um, I'll see before, before we get on to news, by the way, um, have you heard about Call of Duty and what they've done? Uh,
0: yes, I have.
1: What's that about?
0: Uh, so, I think...
1: Um, for those who don't uh, know, um, the new Call of Duty is called Modern Warfare, which is the name of an old Call of Duty as well. And also, on the current generation of consoles, you've now got Modern Warfare Remastered, which is the remaster of the old game, and now Modern Warfare... And the one that isn't called yeah. remastered is the new one.
0: I think it kind of makes sense in a way. Um, so, Black Ops 4, the last one, um, yeah. it made money. It made a huge amount of money, but it didn't make as much money as the game before that. And because of that, um, Activision considers it kind of a failure. Right. Uh, because so- this is... Yeah, as we remember a, a little while ago, they like despite posting record profits... Like, they had laid off a bunch of people. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, just because, even though they were making more money than they'd ever made before at Activision Blizzard, they hadn't grown as much, like, on the last year as they'd grown in previous years. It's just, it's you're reaching, like, diminishing returns, right? So this is how capitalism works, right? Uh, because you get these shareholders who invest in a company and they just want, they expect perpetual growth. And all they care about is if if the com- if the company's grown more than it did the year before, and Ridiculous. if it growth slows down, even if it's making loads of money, they like get upset and they start maybe threatening to sell or start panicking. there's just a system that promises like exponential growth, which is just impossible, but why uh, so, modern warfare
1: why call okay it that so again? so
0: first so first of all black ops four they it made they didn't think it was a success, so they're probably a bit nervous about doing a numbered sequel. Okay. Like, they don't want to call it Modern Warfare 4 because Black Ops 4... Uh, Modern Warfare,
1: it's right there!
0: Yeah, no, so they probably didn't want to put the 4 on it because of that. And also, um, I think they're probably attempting something of sort of a soft reboot for a franchise to try and okay. revitalise. Uh, again, even though it's still making a lot of money, they are <laughs> t- they're trying to stimulate more growth.
1: It's just so bizarre to me. Like, so, I could maybe... Yeah. Me- like is it is it the fact that like old modern warfare isn't modern anymore? Like warfare's changed since. <laughs> no, modern I war- think I think this it's just a market.
0: I think it's this- just a marketing thing. Like modern, they didn't want to do a numbered sequel uh, because they thought it would be less successful. And modern warfare is like the best like Call of Duty brand they have. So I think just calling it modern warfare was their best kind of what they thought to be their best marketing move. Moderner warfare. Moderner, more modern more modern war warfare. More
1: modern more warfare to modern.
0: Ultra warfare. Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare HD. Yeah, so uh, it makes sense from a marketing perspective. Like, I don't know if it will, it's, it's a good idea, but it makes sense why <laughs> they're doing it.
1: How many drones do you reckon there'll be in the game?
0: Drones, I don't know, a, a million. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back of the box. One million drones in this game. I like it. I mean, they're not going to make a game where you pilot a drone and kill civilians from the air, even though that is what, just what America do Of course they are. That's definitely going to be in it.
1: They they've said that they want it to be like um, they want it, you know, like the no Russia bit from yeah. Modern Warfare Two, where you kill all those civilians. Oh, so they, they want, want you to kill. They armed want civilians. more of that, basically. They want mm. more
0: serious moments like
1: yeah. that, which is maybe that was
0: se- quote unquote serious.
1: Yeah, they want it to be
0: serious. You know? I mean, this is like a Call of Duty thing. Obviously, the original Modern Warfare, they had a very effective moment where your one of your characters dies, and that was unexpected and kind of it was very kind of uh, emotionally impacting. And then every game after that, every Call of Duty game has to have its moment. They, have want it, big, they want it all to be moment. that moment. Yeah, what I understand. They want it to be anyway.
1: a serious war game.
0: Yeah, the Call of Duty uh, franchise is, as you can see, kind of struggling for its identity because they did, they tried to go back to World War 2, they did Call of Duty. Isn't it weird that so many of these games come out that a game like Call of Duty World War 2, which was so heavily advertised, is already like two years old.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: It's so Anyway, weird. they tried to go back to World War 2, uh, opening loot boxes on the beach. That didn't work so well. Uh, they Black <laughs> Ops 4 it was just kind of did. I mean, again, it made money, but they weren't happy with it. So they're just trying to go back to the Modern Warfare angle, I guess.
1: They want it to be super serious um, to the point where they've removed the Zombies mode because that takes away from the seriousness of it. <laughs> I'm not and also, joking.
0: And also probably not a coincidence that the Zombies mode, Zombie, is kind of overplayed now. Yeah. I'm absolutely. impressed that they've not done a, um, a Battle Royale. No, they have.
1: That was in Black well, Ops. In Black Ops, Four. Oh, or, right.
0: in Black oh Oz, fine. There was a Battle oh, okay. Royale. Okay, I- ignore that remark.
1: <laughs> Disregard
0: <laughs> yeah, that praise. But that's, that
1: sort of shows how little of an impact that had. Like, It was quite good when it came out but then Apex Legend came out and just sort of ate its lunch. Yep.
0: So
1: there you go. That was not meant to be news, but that sort of is newsy. I, guess. I mean,
0: that is news but we did talk about it like a news item. Yeah. No. Ne- whether you like it or not, that <laughs> it is w- news. That was a news we just did.
1: Um, World Health Organization has decided yeah. that um, gaming Who? disorder is a thing. Work <laughs> very good. I like it. I like good joke there. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Game, what, do disorder,
0: de- basically, what do they define as a gaming disorder?
1: Um, I, I've got okay. I originally put this on the news thing when it was like we're going to decide, but now it has been decided. So i need to find a new uh, news article.
0: An adverse kill to death ratio. Um,
1: world. Well, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. This, this guy's a fucking scrub. Got a gaming <laughs> disorder. Um, gaming. Well, I've got a, an
1: outdated news article for God's sake. Uh, okay. I okay, got actually the actual thing from the World Health Organization. Um, so. Gaming disorder is defined as a pattern of gaming behaviour, uh, digital gaming or video gaming, characterised by impaired control over gaming, increasing priority given to gaming over other activities to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other interests and daily activities, and continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences. For gaming disorder to be diagnosed, the behaviour pattern must be of sufficient severity to result in significant impairments in personal, family, social educational, occupational, or other important areas of functioning that would normally have been evident for at least 12 months. Um, it's considered a disease, which, mm-hmm. I mean, weird, but, yeah, so, gaming I disorder. Guess, but,
0: but I don't know, in that kind of language, like, do they consider, like, alcoholism a disease as well? Or, like gambling addiction so. Is- yeah, so in that kind of language, it makes sense that you consider it.
1: Should all people who engage in gaming be concerned about developing gaming disorder? Um, Studies suggest that gaming disorders affect only a small proportion of people who engage in digital or video gaming activities. I don't know what the difference is there. That's that's a weird distinction. Um, However, people who partake in gaming should be alert to the amount of time they spend on gaming activities, particularly when it is to the exclusion of other daily activities, as well as to any changing in their physical or psychological health and social functioning that could be attributed to the pattern of gaming behavior. What do we think about this?
0: Uh, I think it just it makes sense, really. I mean, I'm not a doctor, uh, but You're not well. You can be. <laughs> no, I'm... I mean one uh, doctor of history one day. Yeah. Uh But I'm not a medical doctor. Um, yeah, I think it kind of makes sense. Obviously, you can exhibit kind of disordered behavior in all sorts of activities, like I know you can be addicted to gambling or drinking alcohol, or I know you can be like a sex addict or whatever. All these good things yeah. um, <laughs> you could can you could do too much. Uh, you okay. Can, you can you can get uh, into a disordered state of behaviour where you're doing the activity to the detriment of uh, your regular life. Right, okay, yeah, I, I can Which, see that. So it kind of makes sense.
1: But it's... it's Why now? Why is uh, this come about now, I guess, is well, the question.
0: Well, I think, obviously, like... Video is it because games of Fortnite? Been, uh, maybe. Obviously, video games are getting more and more popular um you know gaining now you've got these games for kind of 40 million players 100 million players or whatever i think it obviously video games have been around kind of well going back to the first consoles i guess 40 years 45 years but really kind of obviously going from a very niche thing into a um into a more popular thing and also increasingly yeah, accessible thing you can just play games now you know on your phone all the time yeah. you don't need there's no barriers there and also these games companies. Uh, like you know, in Fortnite, using tactics more associated with a gambling industry to kind of get people playing more, spending more. Um, you know, even if there's no money behind it, sometimes games like uh, like an MMO will just involve kind of tactics like that to kind of get you more engaged, playing you know as much as as much as you can. So I about. think can...
1: I can leave Final Fantasy fourteen whenever I want.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think this sort kind of makes sense. Um, that uh, And obviously, medical studies take quite a long time as well, really, so, uh, before, before you adopt you know, a definition like that.
1: Last year, mental health professionals who spoke to Polygon criticised the listing of gaming disorder as rushed and a junk diagnosis. Um, one argued that the WHO was pressured by Asian member states to add gaming disorder, noting that China and South Korea in particular have battled gaming addiction at a policy level. Oh,
0: yeah, the thing is, obviously, like, um I'm I'm not a doctor and even if I was obviously not all doctors agree on everything so yeah you know obviously you're going to have some disagreement i don't know i can't really comment on like the medical efficacy of this of adopting this sort of definition yeah because i've not seen i've not really seen the reasons why and i probably wouldn't be able to appreciate it anyway because i don't have that level of expertise um so yeah it's do you think this could cause more people to be
1: like, "Oh, my child's got a gaming disorder," just because they like play Fortnite a bit too much. Like, is this going to cause uh, uh, some like pearl clutching? Won't somebody think of the children type attitudes? uh maybe it's, it's, it's certainly very. Know. It's like it's, a, it's a, You can see it as like a headline, like, has your child got gaming disorder."
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, have the press like picked up on this much? Or um, I'm like seeing The regular, yeah, I mean, the regular the, like news regular press. I'm
1: not sure because I don't look yeah. at those.
0: Like, I kind of feel like um, the age of Kind of um, video game panic is kind of past. It's too mainstream now. You reckon? Uh, yeah, I think f- for a lot of time you still got some articles about Fortnite or something. Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some of them might. might do say you that. Think, I can't? Um, I can't say they won't. Do
1: you think if people do a podcast about video games that they should be thrown into hospital?
0: Uh, I think I think you should, and I can come visit <laughs> you, and I'll, I'll get power. Um, over your kind of affairs and estate. Not again! You, uh, you no, okay. the second podcast
1: <laughs> in a run, you said this.
0: <laughs> Bloody hell! Are you coming after my stuff? Oh, maybe I was just veiled. It's uh no. It's foreshadowing. Okay, no, Storytelling. yeah,
1: but, <laughs> I'm excited for this. So this could be a twist later on. Um, okay, good. <laughs> uh, speaking of like uh, bad business practices or like you you know like the loot box style business practices, um, Nintendo is going to shut down Animal Crossing fire emblem mobile games in belgium over loot box law fears yeah you've seen this
0: i've not seen it but tell uh, me about
1: it basically um mobile games animal crossing pocket camp of fire emblem heroes we shut down in belgium at the end of august uh, both are being pulled uh, over the current unclear situation in belgium regarding certain in-game revenue bottles uh, basically the country's recent stance on loot boxes is, is that they should be illegal yes, and Animal yep. Crossing, Pocket Camp, and Fire Emblem Heroes have a gacha-style system where you can put in money, real money for a random selection of, like, items. Uh, so in Fire Emblem Heroes, that's the ability to summon heroes for your squad, and some of them are better than others. And in Pocket Camp, you get to open fortune cookies to get good items, basically. So these games, as their way of funding themselves, rely on people p- pumping in this money to get these items, and so it's sort of... But Belgium believes that that should be illegal.
0: Or do they to, think it should to, be illegal or do they think it should be regulated like I think regulated gambling. like regular gambling. Yeah, games, but that's then, not illegal. That's just, but you're
1: getting, but you're getting um, companies... I, I think it means it has to be like 18 plus, like only 18 year yeah. olds and above can do it, which then for Nintendo and yeah, the other, other those games companies games, yeah. poses an issue. So that means it'll be illegal for people under the age of that age to, to do that sort of thing, which is what I mean. Um... So you've got some... I think EA pulled a bunch of their games... Like EA that tried well. to defy
0: the law. They, they said they weren't going to, and then they capitulated and said they in were. In some
1: games, you can earn loot boxes in Belgium. You just can't open them. Yep. <laughs> like, that's their way around it. It's just like, yeah, we'll give it to you, but you can't do anything with it. So you just get all <laughs> these boxes that you can't do anything with. Mm-hmm. Um, do we think there's going to have any sort of ramifications across... The world, like it's, it's, interesting that it's just yeah, well, Belgium right uh, so now, right?
0: I think. Well, I mean, various other countries, obviously, like some U.S. states are looking into this. Um, it's, it's kind of happening in a lot of European countries. I do think. Um, I mean, in my opinion, loot boxes are gambling. If you pay real money, yeah, box. or if you pay money to get a fake currency that will buy you a loot box, that is yeah. also gambling. Uh, should be regulated like gambling. Shouldn't be anyone under eighteen doing it. Uh, yeah, absolutely, but. Uh, but yeah, I think um, this is, com- countries are waking up to these kind of practices, and I think the uh, what we've seen in the last kind of five years of the kind of Wild West days, where you could just do whatever, and put whatever kind of exploitive mechanics in your games, is hopefully coming to an end um, soon. Obviously, loot boxes have kind of fallen out of fashion, but just because a game- games like Battlefront 2 are just so unpopular.
1: Now it's like Battle Passes and things, which I think are actually a bit better, really than mm-hmm. loot boxes but um yeah
0: you still got mobile
1: games that that use this sort of
0: i, I would not i would not currency. call it, it i would not call the battle pass gambling because no it's not an uncertain reward exactly you it, know what you're uh, going to yeah. get you sort of play but, a lot um, to get it but yeah like i think a loot box is gambling should be regulated Absolutely. as such
1: and these sort of gacha systems as well while uh, people make the argument of like should we ban trading cards then because you never know what you're going to get ah uh, yeah a that's the thing pack.
0: trading cards are kind of a um I guess a great area. Yeah, um, it's the same say, thing. Mm, yeah, and that's um that's a difficult one. I would say the one thing for trading cars is um that uh you get a um the thing you you do get physical cars which you can then sell and trade on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and also, um, in a lot of cases, the um from a business perspective as well. Um, the trading card games, the price of entry is buying the cards. You don't have to pay money for the game and then buy I mean, you, you that's buy the as same, many cars. That's the same yeah. for,
1: like, these mobile games where there's no price of uh, entry. Yeah.
0: yeah, I just think, um... Like, uh, I'm not sure about the trading cards kind of thing. No, yeah. Like, maybe.
1: Is it maybe with trading cards it's le- It's more of a niche thing so they don't It's more niche, about it as it's, much?
0: It's more... I guess it's more normalized is the only thing. I guess um, so. But yeah, I would say, um... At least the rewards you get from buying a pack of cars is like a physical commodity that you can then sell or trade. You can get like Funko than.
1: Pop loot boxes now where you just go in and get a mm-hmm. random Funko Pop. It's fucking weird. Like loot boxes yeah. have become more physical as well. Like it's just so. Yeah, strange. I would say
0: I'd be careful about regulating. Like again, the card in the, like, the, the tabletop card game industry has got away with it essentially because it is more niche, there's less people doing it. So it's kind of flown under the radar a bit.
1: Okay, hear me out podcast yeah. loot boxes.
0: You don't know what podcast you you
1: you're going to get You could get the first episode five times in a row but You
0: could get a super rare um, Yeah you know episode.
1: episode episode 6 hasn't been listened to by many people You know so you like, you could get that episode mm-hmm. it, Who knows It Just Jaws for £100 The, yeah. the Dirt Under Geek podcast loot box
0: I think um, Yeah I think lawmakers are going to look A lot more and this has only Happened because the industry couldn't regulate itself Exactly, that's, the, I think that's my com- problem in that the, the,
1: the industry refused to regulate it, said it was fine, and so of course the government is now getting involved. Yes. Not, just, not just the government, but like the worldwide governments are getting yeah. involved and each putting their own sort of spin on it, which is going to impact games as a whole, mm-hmm. and that's not a good thing. The government don't tend to know the ins and outs of this industry because they're focused on so much other shit. So like just yeah, them so- coming along and being like, yep, gambling's bad. This is gambling? Someone's told me this is gambling. It's bad. Banned. You know? It's, yeah. it's, it's very surface level. And on the surface, none of this looks good.
0: Yep. I haven't done a good job with FPR or business practices. I mean, they should fundamentally, um, loot boxes should be regulated like gambling. Of course. But it's just should have...
1: I just mm. wish the government wasn't getting involved. Anyway, Nintendo's shutting those down in Belgium. We'll see what happens from there afterwards
0: uh movies do you like movies Oh uh, yeah you know i've in doing my phd in film studies i have watched a film or two okay nice okay in my time
1: um we've talked about the sonic movie a bit here haven't we uh yeah we have we have heard about the sonic movie i've um, I heard about it got pushed back to well not pushed back sorry it was it was uh, they just said they're gonna change sonic after massive uproar about it um, so it's still going to come out in November. People kicked off because the VFX artists surely would be working overtime. And then they come out and said, we're taking a little bit more time to make Sonic just right. It's now coming out on the 14th of February, 2020, which is Valentine's Day. Hashtag no VFX artists were harmed in the making of this movie. Interesting. Uh, that's from Jeff Fowler, the director of the the movie. Um, he posted an image of a gloved hand of Sonic's holding up the new the new sign. Mm. Then Ben Schwartz, who voices Sonic, was like, new date for it all. And is that a glove I see? One of the biggest complaints of Sonic was that he wasn't wearing gloves. His hands were just Mm -hmm. white fur. (sighs) What's going on with this? Uh, So
0: they were always going to have to push it back if they wanted to make kind of significant changes. Just because it would take more time to render more time and again vfx artists have unions and you can't just force them to work overtime in the film industry yeah uh so there we go um i don't know i'm i would not be surprised if the changes are minor like maybe maybe they put gloves on him that's it not, it's just gloves yeah maybe i would i would really not be surprised if we don't see much of sonic in the marketing material up until release and then he has you know, only some minor changes have occurred. Because, like, what? Are you going to re-render the whole movie if you want to make... If you want to change that character's height or if you want to change his, like, build, then you need to re-render significant portions of the yeah. movie because, um, you know, obviously... Are you it's suggesting he's going
1: to, like, use Microsoft Paint to put gloves on him? in all Yeah, the <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> sure. Like, the gloves, I think you can just kind of do uh, because, obviously, you're putting... Just two kind of just do A it. skin... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's easier because you're not... Obviously, if you want to change his height or his build, then you have to re-render a lot of scenes because the blocking doesn't work anymore. Um, yeah. Because he's not of a correct height to do something. Uh, obviously, a big deal. I think with gloves, I mean, you do have to re-render parts of the film, but putting the glove um, texture of the glove model on his hands is not such a big deal. The only major bits you have to change are if he ever, like... Does a handshake or touches anyone or anything like that? You must. It's <laughs> just some um,
1: like cut shots of just a zooming of the hands Yes, you can't
0: see who's yeah, actually uh, it, hands. It's from. um, it's a zooming and it's someone uh, off screen. They've got like a hand like puppet. <laughs> and it's just like a hand, and they're like manoeuvring it with a
1: stick. The sleeve is completely different. Like he's shaking the woman's you know, hand, but it zooms
0: in. It's just a, like a very you know hairy the Simpsons. Uh, you know the Simpsons bit where we watch that old film and the cat rubs its eyes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like that. It's
1: just that.
0: <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, that's that's. I want yeah. that. to so see that. So again, I, I would be surprised if the changes are massive. We'll see. I want them to be. Uh, yeah. Um. It's um. It's it's kind of straight. Like impressive at all. They got more time because most studios would probably just want to get it out. Especially for Christmas period, because Christmas is a big time and February is kind of a dead time for movies Valentine's Day, then isn't that when Deadpool came out originally? Yeah, I mean Valentine's Day is probably a popular date uh, yeah. but in general, January, for early part of a year not a lot comes out maybe they'll have less competition, maybe that's what, what they're thinking.
1: You know what, with it coming out on Valentine's Day, Sonic is definitely
0: gonna fuck it's gonna happen. I hope so. I hope it's a Howard the Duck style situation. He's gonna, he's gonna fuck a human woman. So, you and your... Are you gonna take your girlfriend to see Sonic on Valentine's Definitely Day? Definitely. On the, the day. She
1: doesn't know about it. She's listening to this podcast. This is the first time <laughs> she's gonna know about it. We're going to see Sonic the Hedgehog on Valentine's Day. Prepare yourself for Sonic fucking. With Cyclops from X-Men. <laughs> um. <laughs> weird tangent went off in there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hedgehog porn. Sony is probably to avoid this sort of catastrophe has opened up PlayStation production to develop, develop multiple game franchises into TV and movies in-house, which is interesting. I mean, Sony is a big picture company anyway, so this the yeah, idea. Yeah, I mean, Sony
0: have... owns uh, Sony Pictures is like a movies company. Exactly. Yeah, so it's it, weird. It makes they sense.
1: Would, they opened up a sister company to that where they're going to adapt games in-house for specifically for playstation
0: experiences that's what it's gonna be like a tv series but on playstation
1: no no not it's just playstation production so i guess there's still gonna be like an actual tv series and movie series but like specifically about playstation experiences um so it's about keeping fans of playstation's franchises engaged while waiting for another game in the series this is a problem we've noticed with sony recently actually in that there's such a big time frame belief between like their main franchises so like the Last of Us, it's a game came out on PS3, you're now seeing The Last of Us 2 potentially releasing on PS4, probably at the start of PS5 now at this point. So that's like, you're looking at like six years, seven years in between games. What do they do to keep people engaged in those franchises? And I
0: guess yeah, the answer is it, TV it, and it, movies. It's not surprising. Obviously, like, now now video game adaptations of TV on TV and film are okay. Now... You know, the barrier has been broken. We can make good ones now. Yeah, exactly. It it can be popular. It kind of makes sense why they do it.
1: You've got The Witcher series coming out later this year. You've got Son of the Hedgehog. Obviously, Detective Pikachu was a big one. Um, Warcraft was good, and and I will (laughs) not hear otherwise. Um, And, yeah, so I suppose they're now seeing like this to time, but they don't want to trust it to any other company. They want to do it in-house, which is I mean, it makes sense why they
0: do it in-house, because they've got their own studio. And equipment and so on even though it's a different company a different section of the, the enterprise obviously they're going to be able to pull resources
1: sean laden um the sony interactive entertainment boss said that he wanted to do for video games what marvel's done for comic book hero films bold so that's that is bold um could we see a playstation cinematic universe
0: we'll see um, i've see. never been into <laughs> playstation characters really yeah, so, well, I'm not I've, sure what I've movies not I owned any see. PlayStation. The last PlayStation I owned was a PS One, so I've not, I'm not a big Sony man.
1: Like Uncharted already is essentially a movie in video game form. Like it's just, it's just the Indiana Jones. I guess they're just going to make another Indiana Jones movie with a different character. Last of Us is again very cinematic. I wouldn't want to see them to adapt the game. I want to see different stories in that world. Like if they do these, if they do these movies,
0: I don't want it to just be the game and movie form. You know? Do you remember the Tintin movie? That was really good. That was good. I just that was good well, as hell. when you say like Uncharted the movie. I think of kind of Tintin. Yeah, absolutely. That kind of yeah, that adventure. was that. But it already exists. A sequel, yeah, it already. A sequel's wait, coming out soon. I think. What we're saying is Tintin is Nathan Drake. Yeah. Pretty much.
1: Like a young Nathan yeah, that, Drake, that was but a pretty good movie. That All was right. really good. I'm, I'm looking forward to the sequel. I quite want to rewatch
0: that. Let's
1: do it. Um, I'm not sure what PlayStation franchises I really want to see. Like I don't care that much.
0: Yeah, me neither. I'm not... Yeah, I don't care.
1: I like PlayStation. I like Uncharted. I like Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if that's Sony. How would um, you
0: make a Katamari Damashi TV series?
1: I would focus on the king. You know, the the the, yeah. the big planet king. Like, just going about his daily life. Like, what's he doing when he's not rolling <laughs> up planets? I want to see him... I want to see, like, an indie-style film about him as, like, this washed-up... King, like how depressed is he in his everyday life? Like you see him, like go to the shops and stuff, and he could be played by Cosmos is not enough. He's played by Joaquin Phoenix. Um, yeah, that's that's what I want to see. I don't, I don't know what I want to see from PlayStation franchises though. What ones have they got? Uh, Uncharted, Jack, Jack, Is that PlayStation? That's is that, is that owned so. by Sony? No, it is. Yeah, it's
0: owned by. It's Sony. like a PS. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, Kingdom
1: Hearts. That's not Sony. Okay. That's Disney and Square Enix. Jack and Daxter I could absolutely see, actually. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. I know that I had a movie, but I could see like... It, it, Crash could do Bandicoot, Fire Rover Dragon. A- Activision, for both of those. Well, But
0: it was like a PS. It's like a second party title.
1: It's out now on... I think Crash Bandicoot Crash is out on
0: Switch now. Yeah, it is. Weird, isn't it? If that was the one that you joked about in the direct and it came up. And then it came up!
1: <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'll look forward to see what they what they bring out, but I'm not holding my breath. Um, what's the next item? God, this? Uh, honestly, there was so much news these past two weeks because we're coming up to E3. There's just so much. This is gonna be. Do you mind if this podcast goes a little bit longer? No, go ahead. That's all right then. I'm uh, quite hungry though. <laughs> me too. Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Microsoft announced that that's coming for PC. That's, this is just a small one because I'm really excited about this. So it's going to yeah, have that'd be good. So... 100 games to start with on PC. Hmm.
0: And exactly. Another reason why I want to get a new PC. Absolutely. Because Master Chief Collection's coming out for PC. I want to replay the Halo Series with you. Yeah, exactly. We're going
1: to play that a co-op. We'll go through all of that. We'll probably do some recording yep. of that when it comes out. So yeah, you need to get a PC for that. Um, yeah, so there's they're going to be talking about a bit more of the E3 briefing on the June 9th. But... That's exciting. Um, They have also said that the games, the, the Microsoft games that they're bringing out to PC are also going to be le- launching on Steam. So I guess if you want to yeah. buy the game separately, you can do, but otherwise you go through the Xbox, Xbox, like Microsoft Store. This is great. Like Microsoft has been talking for fucking ages that they're going to like do good by PC gamers and they just never have. And now like they really seem to actually be making those strides. Like Xbox Game Pass for PC, bringing across the Xbox games. I think that's just seeing the xbox brand as being quite all-encompassing rather than needing to be yeah this this is where they've been going
0: um and probably a function of the xbox one not doing too well yeah but it's good it's a good pr move it's gonna be a lot of fun pc gaming has really you know taken off again in popularity absolutely
1: yeah it's 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 very exciting um it makes me more inclined to be like interested in what they're doing next like in terms of they're still gonna own a con they're still gonna have a console. I think if they do well in the next console generation, they're not going to backpedal on any of this. Like, it feels like this is like
0: uh, their direction. I'm looking forward. Microsoft is due a good generation. Yeah, absolutely. Next next generation. So I'm looking forward to the next Xbox. So the next Xbox, if that's
1: good, that means that us as PC gamers are also going to get really good experiences.
0: Don't refer to me as a PC gamer, please. We are PC gamers, Scott. I don't want to take on that identity. That's
1: is it, If we turned around on that, where you used to be like the PC gamer trying to get me into PC games. I used games. to be a big PC gamer. Exactly, you're always like, uh, Callum, you should get no, into PC games.
0: I play PC games, but I don't want to be identified as a PC gamer.
1: Look, we're PC Master Race. Oh, fuck. PC gamers rise up. Go away. <laughs> um, another news article. Playdate. What about it? The micro console.
0: Oh yeah, that'll be fun. I want one.
1: So um the the publisher Panic, who mostly made Mac and iOS software, but also published Firewatch and soon Untitled Goose Game are releasing yeah. a small Untitled Goose Game. It looks really good. Have you seen that? Um no. What look is up it? look up Untitled Goose Game. You play a goose and you're like just doing like goose shit, like you're bothering Sure. Bothering like gardeners and it looks really cool, but it's called Untitled Goose Game. Um, but they're now also releasing a micro-console called The Playdate, which is an indie console. So it's, it's yellow. It's, it's like a Game Boy in size. And it's black and white, and it's got a crank on the side. And I don't know what to say about it, really. Um, there is a celebration of video games. They've reached out to some top game designers like Kaito Takahashi, who made... Uh, what's the game we talked about before? Katamari Damacy? yeah um zach gage bennett foddy sean inman and they're making games for it so it's not just hardware but it's essentially a season of games so there's gonna be 12 games one coming out each week for the console it costs 110 pounds and they're gonna be like just unique experiences just for this console and that's really
0: what a neat thing you know yeah i say it looks really fun i think i would probably be willing to spend Absolutely, uh, for like a unique sort it. of
1: experience of 12 games. Some of them are going to be quite long, apparently, and some of them are going to be a little bit shorter, but all like unique experiences that you utilize, like this crank and like other.
0: It just seems like it'd be a cool little artifact to have as well.
1: In black and white as well. Yeah. I wonder what they do with this. Like, let's say it's successful. So they've described this as the first season. So that mm. suggests that either you can download more games onto the console, or what my girlfriend suggested was that they release other colours. So this one's in yellow, so maybe season 2 they release like a, a red one, you know, and that has 12 more games on it, and you just purchase it that way? That might be cool. Because for 12 games, you're getting the hardware, 12 games for £110, that works out as like, less than £10 a game, including the hardware. If you think about yeah, it it's that good. way. It, that's, that's not, that's not actually like that it. bad of a price, I, don't, mm. I personally feel.
0: Yeah. Um, it, Although I feel like it will probably be through the same console just because shipping hardware is expensive
1: absolutely but if it does well then that you know, you know they're doing this just straight off but if it works well then that could be quite cool the first game the only game they have shown right now is called um, Crankin's time travel adventure where you use the crank it's controlled exclusively mm. with the crank on the side and you use that to go forward and backwards in time like that's how you control the game which is yeah i think it looks really really cool i'm interested in the black and white screen There's no backlight, yeah, which is interesting. Interesting. uh, Are we gonna go back to the Game Boy days where we can't see the screen unless we're in light? I don't know. Maybe the high contrast works in its favor in that regard, but it's. I'm excited. It's coming out next year. I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna get one. I'm definitely gonna get. I want one. Also, it's very small. It just looks very stylish. Looks like it fits in your pocket. Um, Sign me up for that. And then, final news article or, or news item is the Pokemon stuff that was announced. So there's going to be a Pokemon Direct next week but before that they had a Pokemon conference where they announced four new experiences. The first one is Detective Pikachu is coming across to Nintendo Switch. Um, I'm not certain if it's going to be a sequel or if it's like a remake with a different story? Mm. Plans are underway to bring this crime-solving Pikachu to Nintendo Switch. It's going to have a different ending to the film. The first game notoriously didn't have an ending. It had a cliffhanger. So, who knows? Weird. Um, Pokemon Home is going to be a cloud service that will work with Nintendo Switch and iOS and Android devices, allowing you to bring over the Pokemon that you shared adventures with throughout your journey. So it will work with Pokemon Let's Go, Sword and Shield, Pokemon Go, and also Pokemon Bank. The most interesting one to me is Pokemon Sleep, which is going to...
0: You can't tra- escape from Pokemon you- even while you sleep.
1: <laughs> you can't. You it tracks your sleep patterns and then gives you points, where you earn Pokemon through that. I think it's the extension of Pokemon Go, so you go go traveling during the day, and then come home, go to sleep, and oh, it's you're still Pokemoning even in your sleep. You just can't stop. You, you can't, can't stop Pokemoning. But it's it's good, right? Because so Pokemon Go got people out. I mean, it might be fun. <laughs> yeah. So Pokemon Go got people out and about, walking about and everything. Like, it forced you to go outside and socialise. Pokemon Sleep... This one will force you to sleep. Encourage like, people. Whether you
0: like it or not. <laughs> yeah.
1: People have really bad sleeping patterns at the moment. So, I suppose encouraging people to sleep better is a good Look, thing. Kids don't aren't think...
0: engaging. Kids aren't really engaging with the idea of sleep. <laughs> it's not a brand. It's not a brand that's very popular. That's
1: weird. <laughs> this is weird how's it gonna but work
0: I'll give it a go I guess could I just pretend to sleep
1: could I just leave my phone somewhere and be like going to sleep now and just leave the room you slept 24 hours today here's all your Pokemon you knows <laughs> you're, you're, you're awake for one hour a day just to check your Pokemon stuff this is
0: this is dangerous <laughs> That's the logical end Yeah, <laughs> sleeping all the time yeah
1: <laughs> we've notified the hospital um, you, you're clearly dead um weird not what i was expecting at all and then the final one is pokemon masters which is like a gacha style game for phones and maybe they should have held off on that until this this until this like ruling got put into place in belgium but who knows you know maybe it'll be fine uh pokemon's back never really really left but it's here
0: never really left us but it's here it's back popular it's Looking looking forward to it And then there's going to be a Pokemon Direct
1: focusing on Sword and Shield next week, which is exciting because it suggests they're not going to focus on that during E3, which means they Mm. must have some other bigger stuff going on in E3, right?
0: Yeah, well, I hope so.
1: Which brings us to our question of the week. Question of the week.
0: This week's question comes to us from Nanette in Saffron Walden. Where? Saffron Walden. That's not a place. You've made that up. Yeah, it is.
1: (laughs) You've made that up.
0: It's where we're going to do our live podcast. Saffron. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Very popular place for podcasts. Live listeners. from the Saffron Walden Community Centre. This question's from me. Um, E3 is just around the corner. What predictions do you have and what do you want to see? Also, what is your biggest dream that won't happen? Go for it.
0: Go for it. Uh, so, well, what I want is an Animal Crossing release date. That'd yep. be really good. I can see that. Uh, what I mean, we've kind of had all the... Uh, keep in mind that I really care about Nintendo and some PC stuff, really. Um, we've already had all the major Nintendo franchises. I mean, hopefully we'll get uh, a Mario 3D World on Switch. That's the only thing I truly want, R- you want
1: a re- Do you want a new 3D World or do you want a re-release of the one for Wii
0: U? Alright, So my dream yep. is the Mario 3D Collection. And what it is, is it's the 3D World from the, from the Wii U. Yep. And they also do a HD update of Mario 3D Land. From 3D. Okay, I can see that. And we'll call it the Mario 3D collection and it'll be good. I still think I'd prefer um, a
1: full a full game.
0: A new one, that'd be cool. I would be quite happy with 3D World 2. I mean uh, if 3D you, World Switch.
1: Captain Toad for um Switch. In the Wii U version of Captain Toad, you could play the three D world levels in it. As long as you had three D world data on your
0: Wii U. Mm. On the Switch,
1: those levels are still involved, but you can't actually yes. access them.
0: So Oh, interesting. We're that you be is, able to unlock them once yeah. 3D World comes out. Yeah. And they've got the 3D World engine running, obviously, because they've got Captain Toad. Yeah. So they've got the the technical is there. They just need to do it. Yeah, they just need, they to, just do need to do it. They just need to do it. just need to press the port to switch button. Uh, oh, I want to know when Link's Awakening is coming out. I just want all the existing games to come out. Yeah, I really, that's this year, isn't it? I can't think of all the major franchises. I mean, hopefully Nintendo will surprise me with, with something I didn't know I wanted. Uh, but all, I think all their major franchises are out. Uh, or we have already kind of, we know they're coming. Splatoon 3. Metroid Prime Collection? My, yeah, that's, that's probably going to happen.
1: Metroid Prime Collection is probably going to happen. I think we'll see a Splatoon 3. Because, yep. maybe not necessarily this at this time, but it's definitely soon. Because Splatoon 2, there's no more DLC coming out for it. Um, it's been two years since it came out. I could see them doing something with Splatoon 3. The only problem there is the people who make Splatoon. Are the same people who make Animal Crossing, which is crazy because they're very different games. Um So if it's is a Splatoon three releasing anytime soon, it'll have to be the team has to be split in two, which could impact it, or it's a different mm. team making Splatoon.
0: All right, I'm I'm gonna call it now. Master Chief Collection for Switch. No, you shut your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Um, I hope they announce another cool thing for the Nintendo Online subscription.
1: Because yeah, because Tetris cool.
0: ninety nine kind of hit it out of the park. Uh, it'd be nice to have. Um... Okay, oh, have we talked about Tetris 99 as weird single player modes? I don't think we did. That sort of came out last uh, last. Well, podcast, didn't we? Quickly, uh, Nintendo Tetris 99 is obviously it's free for Nintendo Online subscribers. If you're paying that money, uh, they've come out with some paid DLC. If you, for a fee, you can get offline modes. So you can either just play regular Tetris or you can just play uh, Tetris 99 but against AI. This seems really weird to me. Like, it's like playing Fortnite against AI, it just doesn't work. Yeah, it is arguably.
1: Playing... You can also play regular Tetris.
0: Yeah, but I feel like there's a better version of Tetris on the Switch anyway. I guess if you already have it um, um, and you want to pay. It comes across to me as a desperate, like, oh, this got really popular. How can we further monetize it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a single player, I guess. Uh, but yeah, hopefully it would gonna... be cool to see. So that, that £10 that you pay
1: for those two modes is also going to get you two modes later in the year. So maybe we'll see news about those during the direct.
0: Okay. Um, SNES games on the virtual console, um, I can see the that. online virtual gallery. That'd be cool. I would enjoy that. Um, what else do I really want? Um, no, can't think of any major other stuff I'm particularly uh gasping for. What's your biggest, well. biggest like, you happens, what your biggest dream
1: that won't happen?
0: My biggest dream. if you could have
1: absolutely anything that happens, what's your biggest dream that won't?
0: Uh, Kid Icarus Uprising two. God, that'd be so good would never i don't think it will ever happen it's not going to happen kid, of course not If that was a brilliant game i really want some kind of sequel to that but yeah
1: okay that's that's a very good shout um so for me animal crossing is the big one for e3 this year every direct every e3 i say i want animal crossing and last year they announced it finally i want information on that you know i want I, that's that's like my biggest need and and requirement animal crossing is maybe my favorite game series of all time the switch version is going to take up my entire life Maybe I've got gaming disorder. I don't know. But that's the thing. Like, Is it going to be significantly different to the 3DS version? Is it going to be more of the same? Either way, I'll be playing it, but I want to see what they're doing with the Switch version of Animal Crossing. We didn't get one for Wii U. What have they been doing all this time other than making Splatoon? You know? There must be something... Oh, uh, yeah, apart from that. two Splatoon games. Yeah, exactly. So there must be something there that they're working on, and I'm very excited to see where it goes. Um... Metro Prime Collection, I'd very much like as well. Super Mario Odyssey 2? Uh,
0: Mario, it'd be interesting. Um, I'm interested to see how long they think the Switch's lifespan is. Like, are we going to get another mainstream Mario and maybe another mainstream Zelda game?
1: I could see it because obviously they've suggested there's been rumors of them releasing an upgraded version of the Switch, you know, and also a downgraded version of the Switch, like a more expensive, a cheaper version, which suggests yeah. to me that it's got a long lifespan in it. Like if we if once those come out, I think that's like mid lifespan point. You know, that'd
0: be great. A new a new Mario Odyssey, I think, would be great, I or think, just a new mainstream Mario
1: game. I think Mario Odyssey two could work. Like Galaxy two did this use the same engine, use yeah. the same assets to do a whole new experience. I could see them doing that with Mario Odyssey as well.
0: Yeah, um, obviously, I prefer the three D world, but yeah, free. I mean, I think I'd
1: prefer three D world as well. But I could see them doing that with Mario Odyssey because they've got the stuff there, and also. It's been a couple of years now since the Mario game. Obviously, we've had we've had we've got Mario Maker Two coming out. We've oh had, yeah, that's, that looks sick. That's going to be so good, brilliant. That's later this this month.
0: Um, and they put 3D World stuff in that as well, so it's a hint. Yeah, it's there's de-
1: there's definitely 3D World stuff coming. Like I I absolutely guarantee it. They seem to be really into the whole 3D World stuff now. So I think there's either a new game or a re-release of 3D World for, for Switch, which I might get. Um, I just want to see a new... I want to see new stuff, you know? I, I think I've been a bit down on Nintendo recently because it does feel like they're re-releasing all the Wii U stuff, which I already bought. So I want to see more new stuff. Bayonetta 3? We're going to see any of that? Mm. Maybe. Um, a new Mario Kart? Potentially. The old one is just a re-release, you know? Maybe DLC for Mario Kart 8 is all we need? Yeah. Um. More of that Astro Chains, you know that that anime cop oh, game yeah, from yeah. Platinum Games. Because I, I feel
0: like that. I feel like Nintendo's release schedule is pretty well packed for like the latter half of the year. It is, but we don't know the dates for any of it.
1: Yeah, and we know what's coming out. So you've got Link's Awakening, you've got Animal Crossing, you've got Astro Chains, you've got all of this stuff. Um, but we don't actually know when it's actually going to come out. So that'll be interesting to see some dates for those. I can't imagine they could fit in much else, like actual new releases this year, though. So I imagine we'll just get information about these existing games that are planned to come out later this year, because if they put any more else in there, I'm not going to be able to buy everything. I've got a list of games coming out this year that I'm interested in buying, and it is currently... Let me count how many games are on it. I showed it to you the other day. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, Yeah, you play a lot of games, 18 games coming out later this year that I want to play. I don't got time for all of it. Are we going to see any more Fire Emblem? Fire Emblem? That's out in July.
0: Ooh, maybe. Oh, maybe. That is out in July, yeah. But I feel like it's coming out. We know about it.
1: They'll probably say something about it, though, right? I'll just spend like two minutes or three minutes on it.
0: Yeah, hopefully.
1: It's still coming out. Here's the houses. School. <laughs>
0: Your anime boys. Yep, exactly. That's it. I'm excited.
1: Biggest dream that won't happen, Um, I think. All right.
0: So I'm, I'm looking at... So... Oh, you go
1: ahead. You go ahead. I think, like you said, Master Chief Collection on Switch would be would be ridiculous. Um, maybe some like Sony games on PC, although Sony's not actually going to be there, so that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, I think I was going to go with like some Microsoft, more Microsoft stuff on Switch because we've had Cuphead mm-hmm. now. We're probably going to get Ori and the Blind Forest. What would what would a Master Chief, what would Halo look like on Switch? You know, could you could you put some of the HD Halo games on? You'd Switch? have a Mario hat. But you'd, you'd never hat. see. <laughs> the grunts would have Mario hats. Yes. Yeah, what would that look like? Um, the Simpsons have a panel at E3. Interesting. So maybe a Simpsons game? Hmm. A brand new Simpsons game?
0: Oh, give, give me a release date for Cadence of Hyrule. That looks really good.
1: That's coming out in June. They already said so.
0: No, it just says, I'm looking at the Switch. E-shop. No, it says 2019.
1: Um, they recently tweeted that it's coming out in June.
0: Alright, brilliant. I'm looking at the release dates now. We've got Mario Maker in last week of June, then basically the last week of each month up through August we've got a game, then Fire Emblem, then Astral Chain.
1: When's Astral Chain coming out?
0: Uh, it says here 30th of August. Really? Oh, it's actually yeah. got a release date. That's on the eShop, yeah.
1: Shit, okay. That's just after my birthday. Damn. Okay well, well great Okay we don't need to release date for that then. I just want more Information about it Then Okay Anything else
0: Um I'm just I'm just prepared To be surprised I think that'll be good
1: Yeah me too That's um So E3 would have Happened by the time We record our next Podcast The next Podcast we could when Focus is it? on It's um So Nintendo Conference is on The 11th of June That's Tuesday nice. it? It's at 5pm Is when the Direct is So okay, Prepare cool. yourself For that there's a Microsoft one, I think, on the 9th. So that's a week today. Mm. It's a week till E3, Scott.
0: We might have to do a special E3 episode.
1: Maybe we will. Actually,
0: no, let's definitely
1: do that. Although, um, Nintendo one's on the 11th. The podcast is only a few days after that that we usually record. Okay,
0: well, whatever you want to do. We'll see.
1: We'll have a think. Um, and that's really the end of this podcast. Is there anything yeah, else you want brilliant. to talk about? Nah, I'm good. I'm going to go cool. for lunch. Well, Scott, thank you for talking All to right. me. Listeners, thanks for listening. I've been Cal Doughty. This has been been the Nerd and or Geek Podcast. Love you. Goodbye. Bye.